Now, boom. Before this part two, y'all, this part two. Now, before they tore down Tiger Stadium, y'all know where Tiger Stadium is. Picture this. Trumbull. The brick road down Michigan Avenue. Now, you know that's a historic brick road. You got Ace Hardware that's still there. But at the time, you still had Tiger Stadium. That was right there on Michigan Avenue. They had a... uh, Him and Richard Lewis had a studio somewhere down there. Undisclosed, I'm not going to talk to y'all about where it was. Let's just say it was down there, okay? And that's our stopping grounds, Cork Town, so... We were supposed to be there. So anyway, I show up at the undisclosed location. This mug was fresh. Now, I was surprised. I knew Anthony Dixon. He he would never call himself a master artist. I'm telling you, I know what master artist is. I'm telling you because I study art history. I know what a master artist is. When an artist has mastered their style and when they have not. When they have not. Because I've been researching art since I was a kid. So they don't have to tell. Maybe they didn't call themselves that. But that's none of their business. That's my business. I know what I'm looking at. So I'm just letting you know what it is. Okay. And so Anthony Dixon is a master oil painter. Whether he would call himself or not. And I already knew. I had never met him. But I already knew Richard Lewis was a master oil painter. Because I rolled up into an art show one time where the art was just on the walls of Wayne County Community College. And I looked at all the art that was in the secret room. And one of the paintings that was on the wall was a Richard Lewis painting. And I studied this. And I looked at it for so long and I had never met this person. And I thought to myself, this, this dude is, he owns something else. He's a master painter. Anyway, so I had never met him. But when I got down to the studio, he like, Cam, come through, check out the studio. We work, I'm working on some, some new art and I want to show you. So. You know, I show up at the studio. And when I get there, Anthony Dixon's artwork is phenomenal. His paintings are phenomenal. The environment is so natural. The environment was so clean. As far as it being a place of relaxation. Like as soon as you hit the hit the door, the environment was like second home. Boom. I understand why they was painting there. Cause it was relaxed, it was chill. You know what I'm saying? They created this chill spot where they could be productive. And I was cracking up. Like as soon as I hit the door and I walked in and I looked at him, me and him both bust out laughing. And he said, Cam, look at this. I looked at the walls. Of what he had going on. And I told him I said. It's no one doing what you're doing. You know that right. And you know artists are. I don't know if they. Some people say artists are supposed to be humble. I think to a degree you're supposed to. But I think you're supposed to know who you are. Period. 
It's a part of your artistic process so that when other artists know what they're looking at and they give you the compliment, you're able to receive it. But that's only in certain aspects of the professional intimacy where you know for a certainty that people do know what they're looking at. So we, and my way of always doing that is, I bust out laughing with like if I if I see you we we made that connection I bust out laughing with you know you know it is what it is and what you doing is fresh like a mug that's the confirmation now that's how I move that's my personal um that's the way that I am you know it's more down a down to earth approach too like I tell them you know in 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 my expression you already know you up on something else right and we bust out laughing. And then as soon as he understood that that was the communication, we didn't even have to talk about it. He said, Cam, let me introduce you to Richard Lewis. And he, he been around a corner. I get over there and out comes this meek. I would say meek, mild, very humble disposition guy. Um, and I would say he had more of an educational disposition. Like he was, he, he was very well seasoned in connection with the way that he communicated through his art. And he was very relaxed and very calm. And he said, these are the new works that I'm working on. And, and some of the works like, uh, it, his color palette was phenomenal. I loved Richard Lewis color palette. Natural colors, neutral colors, very well balanced, very accurate to possible skin tone and or interpretation to skin tone. But for whatever reason, when I looked at his artwork, you got this feeling of relativity. It makes sense. Like I can relate to this. Like I've seen people like this. And I probably said that to him, like, you know, you sure do have a way of making sure people feel at home with this. And and it and it speak it would speak through his artwork. Um I love that. Shout out to Richard Lewis. Anyway, so so that's one. So that's that's uh primarily a uh an example of being invited to per, a pers- personal studios. Um, I can't remember if this was before or after because this was so long ago. I think that, or maybe that was when I... So meeting him was a pleasure, but I think it was what was set the tone for me and how phenomenal his artwork was, was the art that I had seen was at Detroit Repertory Repertory Theater. Do you, do you all know what I'm talking about? Y'all ever heard of that? It's historic. That was where it was, uh, I had seen a painting in, in WC3. Because at that time, I would be bouncing around and going into galleries to just look at art. Because I like art. And I had seen some work at WC3. But I had seen an invitation for Detroit Repertory Theater. A silent show or something like that. 
and his artwork was there and that was and it blew my mind because that was a historic building a historic venue and his work truly matched where it was at it was significant and so so that's why I said meeting him was a pleasure because his artwork preceded him uh, uh, to me and meeting him was a pleasure um phenomenal I'll leave it at that anyway okay I'm trying to think of some other artists y'all may not be up on that's from Detroit painters I mean it's it's quite a few a lot of people don't talk about him but his disposition uh, and, and his art, the way that he communicates his art, um, it's very compassionate and it shows up in his work. And I would always say that that's Donald Calloway. And some of you all may or may not know who that is. And I like his art. Now, back in the day, we used to go to the festivals like the Jazz Fest. And Hart Plaza in Midtown used to be, used to be incredibly uh, full of vibrance. And, uh, I mean, like, during this time, Detroit was rocking. We'll put it like that. And so, as soon as you put your feet down on in Midtown, West Grand Boulevard, where the Fisher Building is, where uh, Pure Detroit is, so now you put her in the landmark, Fisher Building, Pier Detroit, all of that, all those blocks used to be all blocked off with, uh, during the festivals in July, June and July with jazz, music, stuff like that. And you walk the stretch. And when you walk the stretch, you be guaranteed you're going to see Donald Calloway. I want to see what he was working on. It's always phenomenal. Actually... I showed up there. Um, I had already met him before because I don't remember. I randomly was invited to uh, the Detroit Institute of Arts one year, uh, like one year after I graduated from high school. And when I got there, uh, he was doing face painting. And he said, you know what? I already know who you are. He said, do you know about face painting? I was like, no. He was like, I've been painting these kids faces every year. For so many years. Do you want to sit down here and help me? <laughs> First time. Talking to Donald Calloway. We sat down. At the Detroit Institute of Arts. He said. This is the paint we use. I need help painting these kids faces. Here's the paint. Let me show you how to do it. Whatever they ask for on their face. You paint it. First time I met Donald Calloway. He taught me how to face paint. Spent all day painting some kids' faces. I don't even know what I was drawing, but he said, oh, you're natural. It's pretty good. That was it. So that's how I know Donald Calloway. But once again, but his artwork um, preceded, preceded him too. His artwork is interesting. The colors, what he paints on, how he paints. And his, his perspective to me is interesting. 
but I like the vibrance that's attached to it. And I always thought it was true to the person, obviously, that he was. It communicates to the person that, 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 that obviously he is uh, in, in his work. And so I have respect for artists that are very true to who they are. And it's, it's uh, represented in their work. It's accurate. That's correct. That's correct. You know, so that's my, you know, that's my, uh, my perspective on that. Um, so who else? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about, okay. Now, photographer. Some people, they like the term, you you know, obviously people like the photographer. You know, it's, it's in the arts. It's important. People get degrees in photography and it's associated with the arts. And one of the most phenomenal photographers to this day, and she already know who it is, is Asia Hamilton. It's going to always be, for me, in my mind, from the age, from the first time I saw her photography, her her photographs, it was true to who she was, was honest, very direct, straightforward captures, right? And I've never been a hater. So I'm one, like I said, my pers- perspective to me is important. It was taught to me. So when people are good at um, showcasing their perspective, I interpret it well. And her perspective to the way that she uh, would take a photograph was, to me, was was educational. Her vantage point, her viewpoint, is accurate according to where she's coming from, right? And who and the person that she is. So it is correct. In any case, and now that's on in photography, and. Uh, we go back way, way back too. That was just along the line. Like when I first met her, it was through the festivals. All these people, all a lot of these artists. Sometimes it was just through the art, through the festivals. But once you reached a certain level of artistic professionalism, people knew who you were, and you just finally meet, and then exchange contact information. And that was how we did it in Detroit. So it was always, it was easy. It wasn't like, I got to pull teeth to make this connection. Your art already preceded you. So when you finally met up at the festival or you finally met up in an area where all the artists were having coffee, getting something uh, from a local store, you know, they would be shopping all up and down Avalon Bakery. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Second Trumbull. It will be a lot of community spots all through there. Um, people would just be out and about. So it wasn't no big deal. So when you run into people after you've seen it, you're like, hey, I saw that. Sure you did. Let me get you. <laughs> you know, and you make the connection like, you know, and this was how we got to know each other. Right. It was natural. It wasn't business venture 
for me, a lot of the art connections that I make, it wasn't a business venture for me. It was fun. We was touring and looking at art. So when we meet the artists, it'd be like, that was fresh. So the connection was more natural. The connection was more free. Connection was more fun. It wasn't business approach. Our approach too was just, it's all fun. It was playing. You know, the work had already been done. Um, another artist. Because, you know, you have people where I don't know. Like I said, these are women artists where I think people don't understand how fresh they really are. Uh, so I told you about a couple men, but these are women artists where I don't think y'all really understand how fresh uh, a couple of these women are I'm about to mention is. So Asia Hamilton is fresh like that chick art. That chick photography is dope. I don't care what nobody say. It just is. And I don't know what else to tell you. It just is. She already know that. Um, and we did shows. From, from way back. We did shows together. That go well. That's, that's way back. Um, I'm going to put y'all up on another artist. But her perspective is at an artistic educational advantage across the board. Now, but, but what I like about what she does is it is educated and you know that it is educated because it's been well, well received you could tell um, um, that she, that she has the degree, but to me, it doesn't over influence her style or the work that she does because somehow to me, she's still very accurate in self-representation. And some of you all may or may not know who I'm going to say. But if you don't, her name is Sabrina Nelson. And I like her art. And this is, I don't know, I haven't seen much, much of the newer works, but any older works, um, for what I had seen, what I liked about her artwork is her approach to was not common, common, meaning... She didn't use things to me that I felt like people even thought to use. I liked what she was doing uh, when I would look at her artwork because it was just, it was just different. And you knew that she was using whatever she felt like using. And that was what made it fresh. Period. And so to me, it was just one of those things where you look at her and it's like, well, think what you want, but that's dope. And that was just my perspective. Um, so each artist that I have always been impressed by is impressed based on whatever it is that they do. It's their natural communication for who they are. I don't compare them. Oh, I don't compare them as people. You know, I don't line them up and say, oh, they, you know, I, I don't put them on the same plane because they all different. And it speaks to the person that they really are, you know. Is it, is it, it's fresh to me because I understand it. It's like an accurate communication of who they are and what they're doing. Um, and so it makes sense to me. So Sabrina Nelson always been fresh to me. Her art was fresh. It's just, a, you know, it is. Anyway, 
Um, I'm trying to think. Well, so in any case, and, and whenever I did meet, and whenever I did speak to her, it wasn't like it was, um, and whenever I did speak to her, it was accurate. You know, whatever she was talking about, you know, it was always accurate to what she was actually doing. It was correct. Her art was in line with who she was, who she is as a, as a person. It was correct. You know, because it's her vantage point, perspective, viewpoint. Um, what else? I guess these are some of these people still to me. Um, they hold a certain level of respect that's going to always consistently still be due. Like, humility obviously is important, but in like I said, in Detroit, it was a lot of, a lot of times where the reward system, it was so far off because it actually didn't exist because so much of, uh, for the arts and then the artists, for arts and, and, and artists, it's so miscued because so much of it, it was non-existent, the place of what people actually interpretively are doing or, or were doing. So they were artists, phenomenal artists, existing, born, creating in a period of time that was at a certain advantage or disadvantage and or, uh, you know, historically that can happen, right? So I, I do believe that those those uh treatments attitudes treatments uh all of those things affect um how people perceive what's what's really what's really going on and so you have people i think like where some people they feel like oh you know you have to understand like detroiters because of the disadvantage That's perspectively accurate. When some Detroiters, quote unquote, do make certain aspects of success, I think uh, it's it's going to always be that people don't either know how to treat them, or what, or they even know what their treatment should be. Which is why I research art. And I've always researched art uh, perspectively as a whole, as an art history since since my uh, childhood. Why? Because uh, for me, it was more balanced. And having the entire art history perspective, for me, it's just more balanced. Um, so it affected, it affects my disposition and my attitude towards other artists, you know. It's more, I've, I just feel like it's just more balanced, but not, it, it's, it doesn't mean that it's correct. It's just observationally, you know, the pit, my perspective is a little bit, is a little bit wider. So 
I under I can understand um a lot of the Detroiters and uh I get it, right? Detroiters are like most inner cities where people they they scrambling, struggling interpretively. Most people in inner cities where there really wasn't anything there when they were born, when they become good at anything, their pers- perspective is possibly miscued. Because as you hit certain goals, you're hearing um what you thought it should be or what it is, what success is, what it should be, what it possibly might be, what it's supposed to look like. And depending on the accurate, depending on the actual uh, development, you may or may not, that may or that may be missing you. And if it's, you know, so if it's lacking, and whether it's lacking because people don't know what they're looking at, it's not, it's not an abundance, right? Or it was an abundance, but people also didn't know what they were looking at. Or when they became aware of what it actually was, it was already like a passing phase where they realized now I could have got more money for that. I shouldn't have sold it at that price. Darn. Right. Um, but in, but in the arts, that's what art is. I remember one time I I went to the I remember one time I went to the dollar store. To me that was what art was. It was about creating experiences. There was a music festival going on. I went to the dollar store with some friends. We picked up popsicle sticks. I picked up some popsicle sticks. <laughs> they used to sell these Oh no, maybe they wouldn't popsicle sticks. They used sticks in the crafts aisle. And I drew all kind of stuff on all these popsicle sticks. And um and I had a MySpace account back in the day. <laughs> so I drew all kind of stuff on all these popsicle sticks. And I was, and I told my friends, I was like, Yeah, we going to the music festival, meet up at the music festival, we're gonna check out all these people at the tent. Catch their shows. I'm out at the music festival passing out popsicle sticks. Why? Because I used it as a business card. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 add me on MySpace. <laughs> I was like 21. No, I was like, when was, uh, like, I don't know, maybe I was like 24. I don't remember. Something like, some junk like that. Anyway, so, and, and, and I do crafty things like that. Why? Because I was about to absorb, I, I went with friends that they had their cameras, so. We was going there for the experience. We was going there to listen to music. And then when I got there, like, we're going to capture a couple important memories. Took a bunch of pictures. Right? Now, in that instance, in those particular times, I could see how in those particular times, some people possibly viewed me as a photographer. But it was based on where we were at. Location, what was happening. Those captures uh, and who we knew and being able to we already knew these people, so we'd be up close in um, the areas of those aspects of where these people were performers and or we already knew them. They were in our circles. So, you know, if those captures were of certain importance because we already knew those people. Um, 
And I can see how some people would have would assume that I was a photographer. I just wouldn't call myself that. I don't know. Some people, I don't know what else to call it. Maybe they would say it was uh, phot- uh, photography. But like I said, I already mentioned to you uh, some of the people I consider to be. Or one of the person I consider to be a dope photographer. Be, I mean, this person, Asia has a degree in photography. First of all, Asia Hamilton has a degree in photography. Now, you know, so I'm not, so I'm not one of those people where I'm like, don't call me a photographer. I'm just saying it's some people who have degrees in it. So give your respect to, uh, where respect is due. I've never been a person to step or overstep. And, and back in the day when I would use my social pages, I always put self-taught artists. I always did. Why? Because I did not pursue higher education in the arts. Because like I said in my earlier podcast, I was raised to do a large amount of art from elementary through to middle school and high school. And it was not necessary for how much laborious uh, artwork I did over the years from elementary middle school and high school it was not necessarily necessary for me to pursue art and get a degree in it because I was already creating art on a professional level period from like middle school high school all the way through period I didn't want to go to school for art I already been doing it that's hard for people to believe. But most of the things that I've done, like I said, it's hard for people to believe. That's not my fault. I'm just telling you the truth. That's not your fault. I'm just telling you the truth. It's perspective. Either you want to believe it or you don't. That's not my that's not my problem. Anyway, so um so perspective, you know, that being that being uh, uh important. And um and that's, that's just the way it is. So, so that's, to me, that's, I'm trying to think. Illustration. Yeah, I mean. Let's see. Yep, painters. You know who's phenomenal, you know? This is a, this is an artist a lot of people don't, they don't talk about this artist. A lot of people don't even know what they're looking at when they've seen his work. Well, some people do, some people don't. Maybe y'all do know who I'm talking about, maybe you don't. And to me, art history, art history perspective, Raymond Wells. Do y'all know who that is? Well, look it up. If you don't, please do look it up. Please look him up. Raymond Wells' artwork is... I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying Google it. I don't know what to tell you, okay? I went to an art show at Wayne County Community College. And it was in their galleries. And I had, 
I didn't know the names until I, I didn't know any of these artists until I went. And, um, that was on another, I was touring these galleries, like I said. And Raymond Wells' artwork was there. But the detail, phenomenal detail and approach to. And the way that he, uh, his approach to and the concentration in is phenomenal. Period. It's respect, you know, out of respect. These are master painters. These are master artists. Whether people calling them that or not, that's not my, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't know what to tell y'all. I'm just saying I do my homework and I know what I'm talking about. And I'm telling you what it is. And if you want to know um, what some amazing art looked like and some amazing photography, what it, what it actually looked like, these are some people you might want to look up. Look at their work. Right? Look at their work. Um, and so when I met Raymond Wells, he already... I met Raymond Wells um, eventually when I became a member of NCA, which is National Con- Conference of Artists. And, um, and I don't, you know, it just was the art, um, already, I was impressed by his work prior to, and to me, some of these artists, they just, they're separate from, regardless of where you, where you meet people or not, to be interpretively, when you see certain art, it precedes them. And so you already know who they are and it's just it's just a pleasure to meet them when you finally do. Right? And so um when I met Raymond Wells, it was just it was just a pleasure to meet him. Because his artwork was I mean by all accounts, I actually have never seen and to the state anything like it. That's just being honest. The detail is phenomenal. Right? Abstract work. I don't know if you want to call it abstract works or printmaking. Um, there's another artist that's phenomenal. And I only had recently met him and I'd say between 2017 to 2019. Maybe it was like 2017, 2018 I met him. And um his but historically his disposition, like his entire disposition speaks to the person. So when I saw his work already I mean, when I, when I first met him, he was an artist, like immediately in my head, I was like, this dude is an artist. Like his whole presentation was like, this dude is an artist. And not only that, I don't even care what he's doing. He's a work of art period, because the way that he was, uh, the way that he was as a person, it was, uh, identifiable. And I just, uh, I understood it. And that was Vincent Rubens. And some of you all may or may not know who Vincent Rubens is. But if not, 
look him up. Right? And his art is fresh. How is it? I don't know how it's fresh. I'm just telling you. I study art. I don't know what to call his style of work though. I mean, I don't want to, like, I've never been a person, I don't want to call it what it, what I think it is, because I don't even call my artwork what other people think it is. I don't even box it in like that. But whatever, whatever he doing, when you see him, if you ever see him, it's true to who he is, right? So anyway, that's, that's what I got for y'all today. I don't even know, but that's perspective or whatever it is. I just said, just know that all of these artists that I've, that I've mentioned their perspective in relation to their art is not miscued. It is correct. According to their vantage point, according to their position, according to their standpoint, according to their disposition, according to their understanding according to their existence it's not miscued it's correct is it right is it wrong no the artist's job is to create accurate representation for their existence they're gonna be naturally doing that anyway anyway that's all i got for y'all today bye